In difficult days and facing dire circumstances, it is always good to remind ourselves that God is greater than all. Scott Pauley is examining the miracles of Jesus recorded for us in God's Word. Our hope is that the message in these miracles will become real in your life. Christ is enough. Let's open our Bibles and join the study now. Simon Peter had three very definite boat experiences with the Lord. He was an experienced uh, seaman. He knew what he was doing, yet it's on the seas of life, in the, in the turbulent times, uh, uncertain, uncharted waters where the Lord proves himself. You remember, his first great boat experience was in Luke chapter 5, that great catch of fish. Uh, that experience happened in the middle of the day. Sea was calm. Jesus was on board. All was well. The second experience was in Matthew chapter 8. That was the first time Christ stilled the storm. Remember, that was at nighttime. It was stormy, but Jesus was on board. Remember, sleeping in the hinder part of the ship. But now today we come to Matthew chapter 14 to a third boat experience, a second time that Jesus stills the storm. And this time, it's nighttime. It's a terrible storm, and Jesus is not in the ship. Do you see how each one of these experiences required more faith? We'll tell you something, all through life there are steps, there are seasons, there are stages where the Lord will require you to exercise more and more faith. And you learn more not only about yourself, but you learn more about the Lord in the storms of life. Now, this particular miraculous account is recorded for us in Matthew 14 and also in Mark 6 and John 6. Let's read just a little bit in Matthew 14 beginning in verse 22 and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear, but straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. Uh, friends, there's a lot of miracles packed into those few verses. Uh, there's the miracle that Jesus uh, from land knew everything that was going on in the midst of the sea. There's the miracle of Jesus walking on the water. There's the miracle of Jesus allowing Peter to walk on the water. There's the miracle of Jesus rescuing Peter when he began to sink. And then there is the miracle of the storm ceasing in a moment of time. All of this, of course, is connected to Christ. You see, the emphasis of the story is not on the boat, not on the storm, not on the disciples. It's on Jesus. And I'd like to draw your attention to three little words today, three words of great assurance. Sandwiched in verse number 27, Jesus simply said, It is I. Now, I like the words before and after. 
Before those words, he said, be of good cheer. And after those words, he said, be not afraid. Do you see how he brings cheer and he casts out fear? But the hinge to both of those other statements are these three little words, it is I. If you want to be of good cheer, then you have to get your eyes on Jesus. If you want to be not afraid, then you have to get your eyes on Jesus. The secret is the presence of Christ. In fact, I've been pondering this. When Jesus said, it is I, it's much like the Lord saying in the Old Testament that his name is I am. It's the equivalent. It's the highest acknowledgement of deity. It's the only way, not just to get through your storm, but to come through with good cheer. What do we learn about the one who said, it is I? Well, first we learn that he's the one who sent them. Don't miss that. When the story opened, the opening verses of it, the Bible says Jesus constrained them to get into the ship, and he sent them away to the other side. Friends, if Jesus sends you into something, then you can be sure he also is the one who sent the storm to you. You see, we have the promise of God from the very beginning, and if you have his promise, you have more than enough. And I would point this out to you as well. You not only have his promise, you have his prayers. Where was Jesus when they were in the midst of the storm? The answer he was up on the mountain praying. And I, I don't think I'm reading into Scripture to say that on that mountain he was praying for them. Friends, Jesus is praying for you today. Robert Murray McShane said, If I could hear Christ praying for me in the next room, I would not fear a million enemies, yet the distance makes no difference. He is praying for me. Now, you may be in the center of God's will and in the middle of a storm today, but know this, Jesus Christ is at the right hand of the Heavenly Father He is praying for you, and the one who sent you into this storm has not forsaken you or forgotten you. He's not going to fail you either. That's the second thing we learn. Not only did he send them, he saw them. That expression comes from Mark's account. Mark chapter number 6 and verse number 48 says, And he saw them toiling in rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night he cometh unto them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed by them. What a beautiful statement. He saw them. In their weakest moment, the Bible says they were toiling and rowing. In the time when everything was against them, the wind was contrary. In the time when darkness was was its worst, the fourth watch of the night, between three and six in the morning, uh, when they were about three and a half miles away, I would point that out, from where he was, in the midst of the sea, he saw them. Maybe you can't see him right now, but I want you to know He's got his eye on you. He sees you. His eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth, beholding the evil and the good. The Lord has his eye on you today. And then ultimately, not only did Christ send them and see them, but praise God, Christ saved them. Now certainly, we we know the Lord is the only one who saves from sin. He saves from hell. Praise God for that. And if you've never experienced his marvelous salvation, I want to challenge you today Look to Jesus and be saved, my friend. Repent of your sin. Look to Christ in simple faith and receive him today. But I would point out to you, these disciples needed saving. You see, the Lord doesn't just save us for eternity. He works for us in time. The Lord doesn't just save you for the future. No, he saves you in the midst of your distress now. We've been concentrating on these three little words, these words of assurance. It is I. But could I point out three other words in the text? In verse number 30, these are... Three words of acknowledgement, Peter cries out and prays one of the shortest prayers in all the Bible, Lord, save me. By the way, that was 
enough. That was enough to say. You don't have to impress the Lord with your prayer. Maybe you just need to cry out today, Lord, save me from this. Where are you placing the emphasis today? On your storm? Uh, on the boat that brought you into it? On the other disciples around you? On what you can accomplish? Or on the one who says calmly, quietly, confidently, it is I. Are you fearful today? Who can take those fears? Listen to Jesus whisper, it is I. Are you troubled trying to find direction? You feel like you're lost in the midst of all of it? Listen to Jesus. He, he can handle it. He knows the end from the beginning. Listen to him say, it is I. Are you struggling with some relationship that you think you cannot repair? I wonder who can. Jesus speaks up and he says, it is I. Remember, the great point of every miracle is some message, and I would say the great point of this miracle is not just the stilling of the storm, not the walking on the water. It is rather us coming to know Christ in a greater way. I hope the Holy Spirit will repeat these words to you all through the day today. It is I. Yes, my friend, Christ is enough. What an encouragement to know that regardless of the situation, we can trust the Lord Jesus. You can find a Bible reading schedule through the miracles of Jesus and many additional study resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Visit us online today and let us know that you're listening. We are very grateful that you are making this journey with us through God's Word. Until next time, remember this, Christ is enough.